0: So Sports Box fans, and welcome back to Sports Box. I'm your host Jude as always, and we're back here for yet another great and fantastic podcast, and today I have an interesting one. Today I have an interesting one. If, if you don't know, we're here for In The Box, obviously the segment where, you know, we just talk football and have fun. But but today's an interesting one because typically I, you know, I take a I take two or three games and I and I really and I really talk about those three games specifically. But today I only want to talk about one game because I think this one game is going to outshine a lot of these other games. And I'm not trying to be mean to your other teams, but I, to me, I think this game is going to outshine the other games. And it's it's a very interesting game that we have on our hands because if you would have told me this game, you know, five weeks ago, I said, "Uh, yeah, I don't know how great this game is going to be, but I think this game is going to be very, very good and very exciting. And that is the Cowboys heading to Arrowhead and taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Right? Because both these teams have had kind of interesting, interesting seasons. And we're we're gonna start with the home team, and that's the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs sit at six and four right now. And while they've looked on the uptrend, this whole year has been a, it's been a very shaky year, right? The, the the Chiefs started very slow and they 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 didn't they they weren't piecing wins together. Mahomes wasn't playing great. They were in a lot of games that they shouldn't have been, they were almost losing to the teams they really shouldn't have been. Um so there were just a lot of Games where you're like, is this the Chiefs team that we remember, and and then with the Cowboys, you know they sit at seven and two, but. As great as their season has been, they haven't had that true statement win. You can look at some great games they've had. They've had the great game against New England, the great game against, obviously, the Chargers in Week 2, and then, obviously, the the the, 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 the surreal game with Cooper Rush coming in on Sunday night and beating the Minnesota Vikings, but they really haven't had that, man, there is that, there is that statement win we can put on our calendar, and th- this is the perfect game for the Cowboys to do that, but I'm also saying that because I think the Chiefs have a perfect opportunity to really change the tide of their season. Right, this whole season has kind of, like I said, been a disaster. They haven't been able to do much, but now we're here, and the Chiefs are six and four. They're on a three-game winning streak, and the Cowboys sit at seven and two and hope to get that statement win. Now, let's start with the quarterbacks because I, I think that's I, I think those are the two guys that everyone cares the most about, Patrick Holmes and Dak. Right. Dak Prescott has played at an MVP level this whole season, except the Denver game. And I think it was those helmets. I, I, I truly think those helmets had to do something with it. But Dak, regardless of that, has played at an MVP level this whole season. And Mahomes, while he hasn't played great, in recent weeks, he's played a lot better. He's played a lot better in recent weeks. Mahomes has about 2,900 passing yards, 25 touchdowns, 10 interceptions with a 65.8 completion percentage. On the other hand, Dak Prescott has a 70.3 completion percentage. He's thrown for about 2,300 yards, 20 touchdowns, and only five interceptions. So both, as you can see, have had very different type of seasons, right? Mahomes has thrown the ball a lot, but that's also lowered his completion percentage. He's also thrown a lot more interceptions. And then Dak, on the other hand, has been very efficient. He's been very smart with who he's throwing to. He's been very smart just about his, his whole game plan. He's been he's been the type of quarterback that the Cowboys paid that type of money for him to be the quarterback for the future. But like I mentioned, Mahomes in recent weeks has played very, very good. In fact, his last three games, on this three-game winning streak, he's thrown for 847 yards, seven touchdowns, and only one interception. So he's, he's definitely cleaned up the turnover problem. He's definitely been you know, more smart. And I still think there's some of it that is like, yeah, okay, well, you look at those stats, but there have been some times where Mahomes has lucked out a little bit. There have been a few throws where it's like, you know, that, that's a very risky throw. You should not be making those throws. And to me, it's because early in the season, Mahomes was just overcomplicating things for himself, right? Everyone had this idea that Mahomes make these makes these magical throws and he's just able to, you know, just throw it with his left hand, 50 yards And he's going to make the pass. And I think it almost got to his head where he's like, I have to do that. And so that's what was causing those early turnover problems where he was just slinging these slinging these balls where it's like you're throwing off your back foot and you know, you're 20 yards, you know, and there's pressure in his face. You're throwing off your back foot, you're throwing with a sidearm and it gets intercepted and you wonder, yeah, well, that, <laughs> that makes sense why it's intercepted. Now he's in these recent games, he hasn't overcomplicated, he's been smarter with his reads, and he's really just made the passes he should be making. And I, and I think that's what Dak has done this whole season. He really hasn't He hasn't overcomplicated things, he's actually made things easier for himself, and obviously that's the fantastic job of, you know, Kellen Moore at the offensive coordinator helm. But the big story coming in this this game, and I think this is why it's such a huge game, is, well, Amari Cooper is out. Now, before you come to me and say, oh, well, let's look at Amari Cooper's stats, oh, he only has two games of 100 yards. Yeah, he only has two games of 100 yards. Okay, so then what's the big impact? Well, I'll tell you what the big impact is. Amari Cooper is the dude that gets so much attention that it makes it easier for his other teammates. Look, if you watch the games this season from the Dallas Cowboys, and it's hard to watch in the broadcast for you, but if you watch the All-22 film or if you watch any other view, you can see that he gets double-teamed every play. And I'm not saying it's like that Megatron photo where, you know, there's two cornerbacks right in front of him. That's that's not what I'm saying because, you know, I, I don't think Amari Cooper is at, I mean, Amari Cooper is fantastic, but a team would never do that unless it was like a Megatron. But they every time you see that, you see some sort of safety is shadowing the corner that's guarding Amari Cooper. And every time he's going out for a route, there's always two guys around Amari Cooper. There's always two guys around that number 19. So... That is what I mean—the type of impact that a Mark Cooper has. Now I'm not—I'm not taking anything away from you know Cedric Wilson, uh, C.D. Lamb, obviously Michael Gallup. He's been in and out. He's—he's he's been hurt this whole season, so it's been hard for really me to talk too much about Michael Gallup and his performance this year. But with C.D. Lamb, I'm not saying that oh you know C.D. Lamb is bad, and that the only reason that he's putting up these great stats is well you know Mark Cooper's getting you know all this attention. No, I—I—I I, I think you know C.D. Lamb deserves that attention too, but. It is going to be a bigger impact than people think, but at the same time, it's not. <laughs> and you say, well, you just said it was, and now you're saying it wasn't. Well, it is because of the attention, and there's going to definitely be more attention put on CD, and um, it's and Michael Gallup's going to have to have you know himself a himself a game. But this is the great thing about the Cowboys is, <laughs> Amari Cooper goes down. Okay, well then let's put CD Lamb, Michael Gallup, Cedric Wilson, Noah Brown. Oh, and then we also have Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, Dalton Schultz. The Cowboys have weapons. The Cowboys have so many offensive threats. That it's like Amari Cooper goes down. Damn, but man, we got Ceedee Lamb and Michael Gallup and Cedric Wilson, right? So the, the, the Cowboys have this depth that a lot of teams don't have. Say, you know, you could take the you could take the Kansas City Chiefs for example. Tyreek Hill goes down. You're like, man, I'm in. A, what what attack are we going to see? And obviously, I have Travis Kelsey. I'm not taking anything away from Travis Kelsey, but I'm just talking about the receiver room. You know. You know, if, if Hill goes down, you're like, man, shoot, what, what are we going to do? But in the Cowboys, it's like, man, okay, next man up, right? Because you have guys like CeeDee Lamb, you have guys like Michael Gallup that are able to fill in those roles. And obviously, you know, Michael Gallup isn't Amar Cooper, but CeeDee Lamb is hell, he's, he's almost right there. And, and it's crazy that he's only in his second year. But I, I don't mean to flaunt too much about CeeDee Lamb. But here's my next point. And th- th- this is going to be what, why I think this game is so important the Chiefs have to win this game, right? And and they don't have to, but it would be a big change of the tide game for their season. But you ask, how do the Chiefs do that? Because the Chiefs have struggled, struggled a lot in recent weeks, and not recent weeks, but they've struggled this whole season. And the big reason they've struggled is because they've missed the vertical attack that they've had in previous years. Look, and this is, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Kelsey because I felt like I've maybe have been bashing Kelsey too much. Kelsey is a hella tight end, and if not, he's one of the best in the business, if not the best. But Kelsey can only do so much. Kelsey cannot do what Tyreek Kill does. And what Tyreek Kill does is what a lot of receivers just can't do. And it's the speed and the vertical threat that he has, where he can just in an instant be 40 yards down the field, and you're like, man, okay, well, there's another touchdown for the Kansas City Chiefs. And they've missed that this season. And the Chiefs already have four losses this season. And in those four losses that they have this season, Tyreek Hill has only been targeted 33 times. He's had 22 catches on those 33 attempts. And he's only had 182 yards. And he's had zero touchdowns. Zero. In every single Chiefs loss this season, he has had zero touchdowns. Which is huge. It's huge. For a guy like Tyreek Hill, who was supposed to be this this dude is like unstoppable. For him to have zero touchdowns and four in and four, and those four losses is huge. And it makes sense why they're not winning because they are missing that vertical attack. That is what the Chiefs' offense is built on. They want those huge chunk plays. That is what kills teams when they play the Chiefs, especially in the last two years and those two Super Bowl runs. It was because they got those 40 yard, 50 yard, you know, big yard gains. And teams couldn't do anything about it. And then you say, okay, well let's let's cover those fifty yards. Oh, let me throw a a, a dink to Travis Kelsey. He's going to go twenty five yards. That is what is missing. It opens the field for so many more possibilities when Tyreek Kill is able to get those bigger, you know, those those larger gains of yards for fifty, for 60 yards. And and I'm not saying I blame all Tyree Kill on this. I mean, th- this is this is where I was talking about Mahomes is overcomplicating the game for himself. He's not doing. Just what he has to do. He, he's he's making. He's trying to make it look like a video game rather than him just, you know, beat in the pocket and make that pass that he should be making. So I'm not I'm not putting all the blame on Tyreek Hill. And I and I think Tyreek Hill, besides those four games where he's been, you know, he's had a tough stretch, he's been playing good football. Right. He are, he still has 855 yards and eight touchdowns on 75 receptions this year. So he's he's played fantastic. But the Chiefs are going to need that tomorrow if they want to win. They're going to need that vertical attack because I'm telling you, the Cowboys, what we've seen this year is if you don't score points, they will. If you don't score points, they will eat you alive. They will smell the blood and they will eat you alive. And I, I, to me, that's the biggest thing. You, If the Chiefs cannot score points, this can't be a 10 to 13 affair, right? This can't be where they played Green Bay a few weeks ago and they won 13 to 7. That's not this type of game. And obviously, the you know Green Bay, they had Jordan Love, so it was a little bit of a different game. Rodgers would have made it maybe a different game. It would have made it a different game, my bad. Not it would have maybe, but it, it it would have made it a different game. But it can't be 13 to 7. The Cowboys aren't gonna let you win if it's 13 to 7. They are going to, if you're only scoring 13 points, the Cowboys will score 30. And as and the crazy thing is, we've seen how dynamic this offense is. So that is what, what really makes it a tough game for the Chiefs, right? Because this Chiefs defense has been bad, right? They, they rank bottom last in a lot of the statistical categories that are important for a defense, or at least the major ones, you know, passing yards, rushing yards. They rank bottom half and even, I'd say, bottom one-fourth of every one of those categories. The Cowboys ranked first in almost every single one, if not they ranked top 5 in most of those categories for the offensive side, passing yards, rushing yards, yards per attempt, all those type of things. The Cowboys have shown that they are they are able to score without they've been able to score not just with Amari Cooper, not just with CeeDee Lamb, not just with Ezekiel, but in a in a huge huge pot of different ways. Huge pot of different ways. One game, it's going to be, oh, the Cedric Wilson game. Another game, oh, it's the Mark Cooper game. Oh, it's the CeeDee Lamb game. Oh, it's the Ezekiel Elliott game. Oh, it's the Tony Pollard game. Oh, it's even the Dalton Schultz game. They have shown ways that they can beat you. And that is what scares me most if I'm the Chiefs, right? That is what scares me most if I'm the Chiefs. So with all that being said, I'm going to have to take the Cowboys. And and to me, it's because until I've seen... Casey capable of, it, to me it's not even their offense their offense can be fantastic but the Chiefs defense has been bad and maybe they turn around maybe they do but but this is a tough game to turn around especially with the Cowboys offense like I've said that has been so high powered this season and this is not a copycat league if if, if Kansas City expects to say oh well we're just going to play the way Denver played you're not going to win this football game I'm sorry, you're not. If you if if they say, oh well, we saw one of our you know our, div- our our rivals beat the Cowboys this way, then maybe we could beat them that way. That's not how it works, and so that's why I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take I'm gonna have to take the Cowboys in this one. I, and to me, it, it, the Cowboys at the end will start to separate themselves. It's it, it's gonna be a close game for the first three quarters, but if this Cowboys offense gets rolling early. It's going to be tough to stop Dak Prescott and and his crew. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jude off. Peace.